Welcome to the Sarcastically Optimistic Podcast with your host, Ramel Requeme. I'm really glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to understanding that we're all going through life and kind of improving week by week, day by day, whatever you so call it, and that you're not alone in any of this. So this podcast is just for you if you're feeling that you're not exactly where you want to be in life and kind of discussing topics in which we can make things actionable for you and that you can live your best true self. All right. Hope you enjoy the episode. Relationships are messy and people's feelings get hurt. Who needs it? We're young. We live in one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Might as well have fun while we can and save the series so Yeah, but wait, wait. What happens if you fall in love? What? You don't believe that, do you? Uh, what? Yeah, but promise that you'll never be lonely. Come up with the other being someone. Now, we live in a world where we're hyper-connected with each other, thanks to social media, which is a blessing in a good and a bad way, because we're able to connect with other people that we never would have met under actual circumstances, like meeting someone across the globe or talking with someone across the globe, and also kind of reconnecting with people from our past. Now, a lot of us go on social media kind of just to escape from reality, and also we kind of build our profiles on social media in accordance to who we are as people. Now, the thing is with social media is that it provides you with so much freedom. It gives you so many choices to kind of construct a character, possibly that you are actually in reality, not that character. And a lot of people talk about the main character energy. Don't be a side character. Don't be a non-playable character or an NPC, as some people say now. And they want you to be the main character of your own life. Now, the caveat of that is that a lot of people take that into consideration and try to construct someone that they're not on social media. A lot of people kind of glamorize hustle and glamorize it like you are working at nine to five. So like you're a useless person and unless you own a business and all that stuff, things that again, thanks to hyperconnectivity, we're able to gain some inspiration, even though it's not that really sustainable inspiration, but we're able to kind of siphon inspiration from it. But the thing is, there is a limit in which someone can do that. Like you want to construct a very genuine profile. A lot of us do. We just want to live our own lives and kind of let our friends know that we exist and remind them that we care about them. And like they were doing exciting things, right? Like through our stories and through our posts and yeah, like the blessing is that you can look back and you can, you know, look at what people are up to and look at their profile, see what, you know, what kind of posts they have and get a good idea, especially if you don't know this person, who they are as people, like what kind of interests that they have and all that stuff. Now, the downside is that with this given opportunity, like I said, people are curating this character that they're probably not even in real life, right? Like they're, sorry, that sentence sounded weird that they're probably not even in actual life. Like people are like very confident in the camera now and they're kind of portraying this weird caricature that when you meet them in real life, it's very, very different. Uh, like I am a victim of that as well. I'm very chaotic in person, but very, I try to kind of keep it cool for the microphone and for your ear sake on this podcast. But the thing is we're trying to be as genuine as possible and we can't really serve other people if we're not true to ourselves. And that's one thing that I took away from Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And yes, I'm still reading that book, even though it's very, very small. Ryan Holiday, the author, he packs a punch in every single line in that book. And it really provokes you to think about your own life inadvertently, meaning like he doesn't do it intentionally. Sometimes he'll pr like he'll produce 
uh, story of a very iconic figure in history, let's say Eisenhower, or even people like, uh, like you probably heard of John Wooden, the famous basketball coach at UCLA. And he, he displays these ideas that these, these iconic people have shown, or they have kind of constructed during their own path and reminding us that even though that we list them as iconic or like just like celebrities in their own right, they're humans too. They also have flaws. And a lot of them, you know, the why he includes them in the book, don't let their ego get in the way. And it made me think about, it's like, what is ego? Because it's not really a word that's tossed around that much. Uh, we do hear the word narcissistic a lot. We hear a lot of pessimistic. Arrogant is one. Uh, one word that's dying or adjective that's dying is um uh, conceited. I think I heard that a lot growing up. Um, yeah, maybe some people said that to me, but I also heard it in passing, of course, um, just to get myself out of the fire. Conceited, like when people are conceited, meaning that like they're so full of themselves and all that stuff. But ego, it's it's not as commonly talked about in day-to-day conversation. Again, we hear uh, arrogance, we hear prideful, we hear just like like you have a bloated, like a big head, as some people say when you're conceited, uh, just full of yourself, right? Now, it's weird because we live, again, in a society, <laughs> we live in a society where we want to portray our best selves. We want to put our best foot forward in social media, uh, and we don't want to appear conceited in any sort of way. But the thing is, it, it, a lot of people get lost in the sauce and it, they do come across as conceited. They do come across as people that think they're higher up than you. Um, I definitely used to follow people that did that. And I was like, wait, what kind of person do I want to become? And I unsubscribed to pretty much all of them. Because if we're not being of service, to, if we're going to be of service to others, we have to be true to ourselves. And we can't blow our, we can't blow our current circumstances or kind of construct false narratives in order to, you know, incite inspiration to other people like remaining genuine to who you are is just as important so that's one thing i learned from ego's enemy although i'm like a little bit more than halfway through the book wait yeah a little bit a little bit sorry i pulled up the book that is one thing i took away is that you have to be genuine now the question like i was asking when i first picked up the book is what the heck is ego and how is that different from being prideful? How is that different from being arrogant? How is that different from just being having a very, very high self-esteem? Now, Ryan Holiday kind of puts it into perspective kind of in the first few chapters of the book. And I want to make a distinguish, distinguishing arc between what pride is and what ego is. Now, pride, it can have a negative connotation depending on the context. We can say someone has a lot of pride, meaning it's it's a negative con- it's a negative association. A lot of people have a lot of pride, meaning that it's like, oh man, like they, they just kind of fool themselves. We kind of uh, interchange them, like full of themselves and having a lot of pride. But the thing is, pride is an emotion. It's something that kind of comes up uh, instantaneously. Like you can feel pride when you accomplish something good in your life. And that is not the kind of negative association that we draw with when we say, hey, that person has a, has a lot of pride. Um, but you can take pride in what you do. You can have a lot of pride in any aspect of your life. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. So in a way, this episode is kind of to deconstruct the negative connotation of the word pride. Now, what the heck is ego then? If ego is not pride, Ego is some sort of shadow being of yourself. It is the part of yourself that wants to be fed all the attention, all the spotlight, the I me mys 
sentences is all ego. And in my past, I definitely had a big ego and I, I think I'm still kind of deconstructing it and kind of kind of pummeling it down. I'm just like, hey, you gotta, you gotta chill out, man. And ego is something that's more constant. It's something that is lurking in the back of your head. And for some people, it's in the front of their head, uh, in, if not their big head itself. And it allows them kind of control the decision-making and control what they're going to be presenting to the world. So that's why I brought up social media is because when people present a false character that is not aligned with who they actually are in in real life, then that is typically ego being fed, right? Like you want to kind of measure your your uh, popularity based on numbers or based on likes and based on I don't measure this podcast on any of that by the way like the thing is I just post this because I'm learning all these things and now I can look back on how much I've grown and potentially hopefully you would find some benefit in it I don't like holding things to myself I like talking but I also really love listening so if you have something to say about these podcasts please let me know Now, the thing is, we live in a very ego-driven society with social media now because so many people are discovering these opportunities to, again, kind of illustrate who they actually aren't in front of a camera. But in actuality, they're very, very different people. Someone may appear generous giving like a $10 bill to a homeless person on social media. And it seems you, you kind of feel like it's off for some videos. You're like, wait a minute, is this staged? Like, it's kind of weird, right? Like, why would you want to... I know you want to spread a good message, but why are you like, it's better if you don't record it, right? Like don't let your left hand know that your right hand is giving kind of thing. And ego is really scary. Again, it's, it's more constant. It's not instantaneous. It doesn't happen in a moment and kind of breeze away like pride does because pride, you know, you can find pride in an accomplishment and you want to keep, keep doing more accomplishments and, um, you want to feel that pride in your work and, you, you know, with pride comes happiness and such like that. But you don't want to have a big head where people are just kind of offset by your personality. Like you're just kind of focused in on just you, right? Like you're just kind of navigating the conversation towards you. And I have the tendency to do that. We all have tendencies to do that because we are, you know, we are animals, uh, we are creatures of habit and we all really want to be heard. We will all want to be seen, but there is a threshold to be passed. Now, I'm not one to tell you what that threshold is for you individually, but ensuring a few couple things that Ryan Holiday has outlined for us kind of ensure that our ego doesn't really get in the way because ego is the enemy, as the book says. Now, how exactly can we combat ego? This this shadow figure that is controlling our personality, it's kind of like that devil on your shoulder and the angel on your, your other shoulder. And the, like the, the ego is the devil, right? It's just telling you, hey, like, you know, you need this attention. Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's navigate this conversation back to you and your accomplishments. Let's like, let's not give them, you know, time to, it's your time to talk. Like, come on, come on, keep, keep talking. Don't let the other people talk. You have more insightful things to say. And yeah, like high self-esteem and ego can kind of go hand in hand. We all need self-esteem. That's kind of the the paradox of it. We all, especially in the society where we kind of feel, I don't know, like inferior to other people's circumstances and experiences, it, it just feels like we never have enough and like we wish we could live those lives. Um, and 
in turn, our self-esteem kind of lowers because we don't have those given things in this moment. Um, but having too high self-esteem, right? Thinking that you are more valuable than other people, as opposed to understanding that we're all kind of on the equal level, on equal playing ground, and the best we can do is be of service to others. And that is really what's going to be tainted with the ego. Now, how can we combat the ego? Again, pride is a really good thing. You can have pride in many things, uh, in many aspects of your identity, in many aspects of your life. But ego can be very toxic, as a lot of people are tossing that word around. Yes, ego is toxic. It can intoxicate you to talk more about yourself. It can intoxicate you to kind of belittle other people because you think that you are better than them. You thinking you're better than them is a concept drawn from your ego. And again, how can we stabilize this ego? Now, there are a few things that Ryan Holiday does list out, and I do want to present it to you. Again, these are not my own ideas. If not, there are a few little understandings on my take on what I learned from this book. And these are only four things I learned from this book out of several things. We're going to be talking about this book and a lot of Ryan Holiday's writing in the very future, I, I promise you. So how do we keep our ego in check? One main thing that Ryan Holiday promotes, and it, it does, it's a pretty, it's one of the lengthier chapters, is to be a perpetual student. What is the heck does perpetual mean? It means to be a student for life. Student Being a student doesn't mean just staying in the classroom, learning who's going to be on the bad list on the whiteboard and kind of regurgitating whatever you read in a textbook. That's not what learning is. Being a perpetual learner means that you're kind of observing your environment, observing your circumstances, your situation, and kind of adjusting accordingly, right? If you have like 50 bucks in your bank account, it's not a good idea to go to Coachella off a of debt, right? Unless you really know how to handle that debt. And even if you do do it, understand that you're going to make a mistake and you have to learn from it because a mistake is only a mistake if you don't learn from it. And if you learn from a mistake, that's called a lesson, right? So being a perpetual student in all this regard is really, really important because if we think that we know everything, especially I've had people in my life that are like, I don't like this book because I already know what's going to talk about. I know, you know, everything. It's not good because maybe there will be something in a book or maybe in something in a video or, or an article that you don't know and going into things like assuming that you don't know it, right? Being a learner, that you're there to learn, that you're not there to kind of identify the parts that you already know. It kind of opens this space for you to actually maximize your understanding of something. Even if something that you've known for a while, maybe you've played guitar for several years and you decide to, okay, maybe I'm going to pick up this, you know, this book of like music theory and you assume that you know everything, you're not going to learn anything. And that's going to be kind of a pitfall because it's not really tasteful to like someone gives you something, you know, like a book or let's say, and say, oh, I know everything about that book. It's fine. Like, it's not, no, like you have to be a perpetual learner. You have to be humble enough to understand that there may be concepts out there that you don't know. And that will tame the ego drastically when you kind of adopt this mindset of being a perpetual learner. So always be a perpetual learner. Now, another thing that he mentions is the the disillusionment of passion, meaning that having a passion is great. It's really good. But having it as a driver of your life is not sustainable. You can have a passion and let's say like you want, you're very passionate about uh, making music and you want to make music for a living and like you you try to post on YouTube and they're not doing so well and maybe there are people that are better than you and like you can't 
accommodate your living situation because financially being a YouTube musician musician isn't feasible or financially feasible for you. Now, that passion is great. Like it, it's good to have that, but you have to be realistic, right? And being realistic is something that's really scary for a lot of us because again, we don't have certain ideal circumstances as other people do. And that's okay. We just have to learn how to deal with the cards that we have been dealt. And what he says is you have to have a purpose over a passion. Now, what the heck is the difference? You have a passion, you you have a burning desire to do something, and purpose is kind of the same wavelength. You have a burning desire to do something. Now, passion is something that you can even pick up over time, right? Like it, it's something that you're like, okay, I really am passionate about this. But if you don't modify that passion into a purpose saying that my purpose in life is to accomplish or to serve X amount of people, my purpose in life is to be a manager in whatever, my purpose is to be of service to others, that mission statement is the one that is going to be kind of what you look up to when you're reflecting on your day. Did I fulfill my purpose for the day? Because you can be a passionate about many, many things in life. But the thing is, when you kind of dilute it into a couple things and you kind of figure out what you really, truly, really love in this life, then that is really what your purpose is. Because purpose kind of aligns what people need with what people want and what you love. And that Venn diagram, you can picture that in your head. Having a purpose is as is more sustainable than having a passion. Having a passion is just the beginning. It's like the seed of a tree, but that purpose is going to be the water and the sunlight for that seed to grow into that spectacular tree of called life. <laughs> now, the next one is really strange, um, but not really because the reason I say it's strange is because it's not really talked about again, is welcoming feedback as much as you can. Now, you're not asking people to like tear you apart and like you present a project, you present like, for instance, this podcast, I'm like, hey, tear it apart. Like, let me know what I'm doing wrong. It's more so like, hey, like not be be kind to me because I, I really want people to be realistic with the feedback. And that's what feedback is. It's a realistic opinion. It's not like something that's like, oh, you know, like it's not my cup of tea. It's it's kind of you know, gross or whatever. Sorry, I'm not explaining this properly. Feedback, meaning that you are constantly, this kind of falls under the always learning category, that you are learning, you're constantly learning. And you can only learn when you create a project or you kind of go through a chapter in your life if you have the proper people to assess how you are doing. Because, you know, through our own eyes, we're doing great. Maybe this project that you're doing is really good and like this business you started is amazing through your eyes. But through some people, maybe they don't feel as heard as you think. Maybe some people don't really think those, you know, your project looks good. And you really need that feedback because you really are learning, right? Like if you're going to assume that like, oh, this is the best product or this is the best thing ever, then like, oh, I'm going to continue on with this without really taking others' voices into consideration uh, to improve, right? Because we're always here, there's always room for improvement, then you're going to be kind of stuck in your ego. And when you push aside those feedback from people that genuinely care about you and your project and your passions and your purposes or purpose, then your ego is just going to be kind of in a bubble, right? You're going to be in a bubble with your ego if you don't allow people to, you know, give you feedback about how to improve because we're perpetual learners. If you're a perpetual learner, that means that you're learning, you're constantly improving in a way. And you can't do that without feedback, especially in life. So always have those people where you can like genuinely ask them, how do you think 
I am as a person through your perception and how do you think I can improve? Now you don't have to take it word by word, but you can actually, you can still find the, you know, the raw understanding of like, how, what are the actionable items I can take to, um, navigate my life? Because those people will even tell you if you're not really being your true self and, uh, you got to put your true self forward, you know, as they say, the, uh, the honored person will be humbled and the humbled person will be honored. Always be humble. Don't think that like the someone's opinion or someone's feedback is a jab at your honor or your, like your reputation, because it's not like just as long as you're finding the right people that are telling you constructive feedback, as they say, um, not destructive feedback. Like they're not just like pointing at you. They're actually talking with you. They're trying to con- start a conversation to help you align yourself with a path of improvement. And that's the real genuine people in your life. So again, you can take pride in a lot of things in your life. You can take pride in life as a whole. But the thing is, ego is something that cannot be escaped, but it can be suppressed in many ways. So number one, you can be a perpetual student. You can perpetually learn, keep learning. Don't think that you know everything, especially if there's some sort of material out there that you're like, okay, I know this. I already know this. Yeah, breeze over if you want. But if you're going to assume that you know everything going into something, you're not going to you're not perpetu- you're not approaching as a perpetual learner and you might miss something that you didn't know right like even the, the smallest detail that maybe you missed uh that you probably never encountered before that's still relevant to you know what you thought you know the second one is to find a purpose over passion a passion is just a seed but a purpose is something that is like the water the sunlight to that seed and it helps drive you and help you grow as a person Again, this common theme of growing is is pretty prevalent in this topic. And finally, always welcome in feedback from the right people. Don't like find people that are like, okay, I don't like his feedback. I'm gonna keep moving on. Like, don't be so <laughs> like just don't be so nitpicky. Like, don't take anything personally. People are just trying to find the people that are genuinely have your own interests in mind that are not gonna be yes men. They're gonna be like, Oh, you're doing a great job. Yes. Like, no, you you really want constructive feedback and you can tell them it's like i really want to know how i can improve this because i know this isn't the most perfect thing and although i'll never achieve the most perfect thing what are ways that i can improve this project this business idea me as a person whatever because those people will be truthful and as we know you know truth can go a long way i rather someone tell me the harsh truth than then lie to my face and i'll be living with that lie and then realize the harsh truth later on in life uh so be aware of your ego because ego is so so common now with social media and it's okay to post like again i i want to make a disclaimer it's okay to post whatever you want in social media like you can post whatever you want be respectful and kind please and it's fine but like you shouldn't base your postings and whatever based on it's like what will get the most likes and what will feed your ego the most. You should be genuine about it. If you really love something, if you really want to promote your music or promote anything, any aspect of yourself, whether it be through your literature, anything, then do that. Like without thinking, you know, without just always thinking about, will people like this? Will people love it? Will you know, no, like we're all experimenting in life. Even if you're 20, you're 19, you're in your teenage years, you're 60, 70, we're all experimenting. Life is all about trial and error. And we cannot go through this process of trial and error 
if we have a big ego and think we know everything because then our life is just a going to face a brick wall. It's it's it, it, we won't go anywhere. You have to keep learning, you have to keep growing. Growing and learning are the same thing. Like learn. I'll repeat the same thing I said earlier. I learned this from I don't know where I learned this from. But a mistake is only a mistake if you don't learn from it. A mistake is actually a lesson if you do learn from it. So make sure that you are not feeding your ego so much. It's okay to have a lot of pride in what you do, but don't think that you're better than anyone because no one is. I can't say, I have a podcast, you don't, you suck. Like, no, that's not it. We're all here to improve each other. We're all experimenting with life. You're not alone in any of this. I just want to remind you of that. And you're loved, right? Like, you have to find the right people that love you. And if you don't think that you love yourself enough, you have to have people that will promote you into the ideal state in which you should love yourself. And if you love yourself too much, have the same people keep you in check and tell you that you're not as good as you think you are which is going to be a topic for another episode. But thank you for listening, guys. I really hope that this was helpful. If this was helpful, please, it would mean the world to me if you share this with someone. Um, You know, you can like and subscribe. (laughs) That's gross. But if you're following on Spotify or Apple or whatever, I don't publicly advertise these episodes on my personal. I need to start getting on social media of this podcast because I made one for Instagram. I'll post there probably. Um. But yeah, if this really helped, follow the podcast and come along this journey that's supposed to be selfless, hopefully not too much of me talking, um, but just to ensure you that this life is a learning process, that we're all learning in real time every single week, these new things. So hopefully none of this sounds redundant and that you do, even if it does, hopefully you find a small piece that differentiates each episode and topic from each other. Uh, that you can turn into an actionable thing that you can partake in uh, during this week because it is Monday that I'm I'm dropping this. So I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, if this was helpful, do let me know. I will leave an email in the description. But yeah, I hope you have a great week. Hang in there. Hang in there. This may be a bad week. This may be a good week. But remember, if you keep learning, keep your ego in check. Life's going to be good. Find the people that love you. That's all you need. All right, guys. I'll catch you on the yeah. flop, dude. Bye. Yeah. Baby, baby, baby. Well, you always smoke a J, but like some watch some man to make them through through the pad I'm trying to play. The Super Smash Bros, what you know? Wait, don't let me pick Lou Carbio. You don't even know what I'm saying. Up beat, up beat, and down beat, now be playing. Playing, praying. Anything with you, baby girls, it's a date.